0: Did you hear that?
1: Was it the horror comedy podcast
0: with Jake and Haley? Oh my God, it was! This podcast is for inhalation use only. And that means it's not for kids. Where do you whatever you want. You I want you to take that table and I want you to stand up on that other table and I want you to smash this one like a WWE wrestler. <laughs> That's a bit intense. Holy shit, it's Sunday where you are, listener, because you're in the future. Um, and since it's Sunday and you're the listener, and I'm Haley, that means it's another episode of the Horror Comedy Podcast, where we smoke weed and I try to scare Jake, except for this time it's not Jake, it's my best friend, Francis. Yay! How are you, buddy? Great.
1: You're doing great? I got a chalada. I got a chalada.
0: It's a really good day beer. I mean, if it's 1246 in the morning, in the afternoon... afternoon. It's the perfect beer, or twelve. I mean, either or. Any twelve o'clock is just. You should just drink chiladas. Should be allowed, like instead of coffee.
1: My a morning chilada. My morning chilada. Mm.
0: And my afternoon chilada.
1: How are you doing, pal? I'm good. You're I'm great? excited. A Me little too. nervous. I don't want to be scared too bad.
0: <sighs> no. Um. Last week or whatever week. Uh. The. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna put these out or in what order, but. Uh. We did an episode about Bobby Mackey's Music World, and Jake got so scared, he looked at me like he was going to physically fight me, so I decided I... Are you
1: bringing that up again in this podcast?
0: No. (laughs) He hates it. So, uh, I didn't want to uh, get you that level of scared. Oh, good. Yeah. But still a little scary. Like, but not too scary. But, like, maybe a murder, but then I also didn't want you leave, I didn't want you to leave feeling like, oh my god. So I didn't want to do that. And then I thought about covering Mariah Carey's estranged sister's (gasps) sex
1: cult. (laughs) We were talking. Yeah. Oh,
0: my God. It's so much more dark and depressing. Is it really? Yeah. I was like, "Ah, we could cover this, but no one's going to be making jokes. And it's It's
1: going to be a sad. It's just going to be sad.
0: It's just it's kids that are just getting.
1: I don't like that. Nope. I don't like that. Very,
0: very sad. And then I also thought about the Nickelodeon Creep Club. But it is really interesting. But it's also really sad.
1: So I was
0: like, all right, we're not going to do that. I got to like get away from the pop culture idea. I don't want to scare you too bad. And I found the perfect thing. And I can't give you any hints or anything or it'll spoil it. So I'm just going to tell you the thing. September 6, 2006, Susan Kuhnhausen of Portland, Oregon had just finished her shift at the ER. Susan was going through a stressful divorce. I actually don't need to wear these. Um, So when she got off work, she did what any woman going through a tough time did. She went to the hair salon, and she got a new hair color.
1: Correct. <laughs> yes. I might be biased, but yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, like, to a T. On the evening of September 6, 2006, Susan Kuhnhausen made her way home with a few stops along the way. She left her job at the Providence Portland Medical Center, and she made her way to her hairdresser. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I got to switch tabs. Okay. Yes. So... She sat in the lobby, she flipped through her Oprah magazine, and she told the hairdresser that she was ready to change it up. You know, she was super stressed going through all this shit, um, and she was ready for a new color. And so they did that. She was super happy. She felt really refreshed, and she made her way, you know, she made her way home. Mm -hmm. So mind you, at this point, she she just left work, and then she went to the salon. So she's in her scrub still. But her hair is fabulous, and I love this look for her.
1: That's great. It is.
0: <laughs> so, you know, she pulled up to the house. She did her usual thing. She, like, checks her mail. The house was, like, really dark. Um, she And she kind of was like, that's weird, because I just remember, like, opening the blinds before I left. But when she came home, it didn't look like the blinds were open.
1: There's someone inside. Ah!
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> she was like, "Ah, no, I'm just being crazy, crazy Susan." Um, and she, you know, goes to the bath, uh, goes to the bathroom, <laughs> does her thing. She's starting to take off her shoes and stuff, and she goes into the bedroom, and that's when she sees him. Uh oh! A man with a baseball hat, hunched low over his eyes. He saw her. He was standing in the corner, and he lurched towards her. <laughs> he was hiding behind the bedroom door. She saw him out of the corner of her eye right before he attacked and she immediately started to react. Oh, my God. He
1: hit her. Go season.
0: Right? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) He hit her once in the temple um, and she realized that he was holding a hammer. She started to stumble, you know, but she jumped onto her feet and she thought, and this is a quote from her. If I died, I wanted it to be known that I fought to live. Yes. Right. (laughs) Um, There was a struggle. He was like on top of her trying to beat her with this hammer and she got as close to him as possible. She started biting him. She started clawing him. And Susan was a short, stout woman like myself. And <laughs> she uh, she used that to her advantage. You know, she got on top of him. She tried to, you know, push him down and eventually she did. She got him on the ground and wrapped her arm around him and she had him in a chokehold.
1: How terrifying this must have been for yeah, her. Yes. God. She
0: demanded... She was like, if you tell me who sent you, I will call you an ambulance, which is like the coolest line that sounds like something Liam Neeson would say in In the Takening. Yeah. I've never seen any
1: of them, but yeah, Yeah, for sure. He would
0: definitely. He definitely would. Um, He didn't tell her. Uh, So she strangled him and he died. She called the police from a neighbor's house and went to the emergency room even with him and it you know, that's where she worked. She got care and she did uh, like, she did get beaten in her face by a hammer. hammer, I'm sure. So she had all this bruising. She had all of the, you know, her blood everywhere, but uh, she was in way better shape than the other guy Um, because he died. He did not survive. And you know, she was happy that she survived, but like you said, it was very traumatizing Yeah. and something about it just bugged her. Because, like, why... Would, why would
1: someone sneak in and try and attack this nurse? Yeah. Is that she? She's a nurse? Yeah.
0: And, like, it's not like it's a robbery. Like, he wasn't carrying anything. He just, like, he just, saw her and was did like... someone
1: put a hit out on her? She couldn't quite figure it out. Oh, my God. That would bug me, too.
0: Um, So she kept thinking about it, you know, kept kind of replaying it over and over again in her mind. There were certain things that stood out to her. Like, when she slammed into the attacker to knock him out... She did have bad knees, so that was painful for her. But he didn't fall. He actually, you know, fought against her, and he uh, he said to her, "You're strong." That was the only thing he said to her this whole time. It was also his last words. Um, wow. And then, you know, she kind of had a light bulb moment thinking back on that. He is here to kill me. I don't know why. I don't know who he is. But his intent was clear. It turns out that Susan. Uh, Walters now because she doesn't use her her ex-husband's last name anymore. She was right. The guy who attacked her was Ed Haffey and he was a hitman. Oh my God. I called it. (laughs) He did. He was hired by Mike Kuhnhausen. Okay, so Mike worked at like a porn store back when there was porn stores. Porn stores in real life? (laughs) What? When was that?
1: I think we have one in town actually.
0: I remember there was a porn theater back in my hometown that like had creepy things on there like you know those signs that they put the letters in oh yeah it would be like come and see us oh yeah that's weird (laughs) gross
1: no thanks um
0: but he worked at fantasy adult video and that's where he met ed haffey they both worked there ed was in charge of cleaning and stuff um but mike actually got fired because he was like nasty to customers. He mm-hmm. was rude. He had anger problems. So he had gotten fired. Um, Susan kicked him out of the house because she was tired of it too.
1: Oh, is that her ex-husband?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So Mike was really upset that Susan had named... Okay, she had also changed her life insurance beneficiary. Um, so from Mike to her brother. Uh, and that made Mike really mad. He knew that if she died, not only would he get the house, but he should get life insurance too. He should get the whole nine yards. Mm. So,
1: men think they're so entitled. I
0: know it. Sorry,
1: that's probably not where this is uh, going. It's fine.
0: No, it <laughs> is. We're going straight there. So, uh, before his thought was, before she has the chance to finalize these changes, I'm going to take her out. And he hired Ed Haffey. Fifty thousand dollars is what he paid him to kill his wife, Susan.
1: Now he's got fifty thousand dollars and he won't get a life insurance <laughs> you policy. Dumb, dumb
0: bitch. Dumb. <laughs>
1: he's a brain. Um and Huffy was he was a
0: drug addict, so he was really bad in cocaine. And uh that's kind of what prompted him to take the money.
1: I always wonder, do you always wonder where these drug addicts get fifty thousand dollars for something like that?
0: Yeah. That's a great question.
1: Like, where does that money come out of? You can get he really a loan stole it from, from a bank. Susan. He probably did. He's a scumbag. Um, and Ed Haffy was actually
0: super, super high on cocaine when he attacked Susan. Uh, so, yeah, that was actually, you know, 10 plus years ago. Susan's actually still doing her best. She said that she is, quote, doing a life sentence for picking a bad husband. She's always Dang. hyper aware and she is traumatized, but she does do public speaking on her experience. Um, and, yeah, I think she's a really powerful, you know, like beacon for women. <laughs> good, for her. good for her. Yeah, good for her. Um one of the things that she said that really stuck out to me was that she said um, you know, the guy was swinging the hammer at her and rather than run away, she got as close to him as possible so that he didn't have room to swing the hammer. Smart. Very smart.
1: Very smart. So, I don't um, think I could have thought something like that. Mm-mm.
0: No, I would have been like Heard your hammer, blowing, would you, any I w- I would have got murdered probably, especially
1: uh, yeah, right
0: off of work. And you're like, you know, he comes out from behind the bedroom door. Would have got murdered. She did
1: have an advantage though, because she got to see him out of the corner of her la- corner of her eye yeah. before he could do anything.
0: Probably, um, she probably has like wicked nurse reflexes. Oh yeah,
1: for sure. <laughs> that also is something too. Like as a nurse, you know like body parts pretty well so you know which which to attack first it's true
0: she probably knew exactly where to grab him on his throat Mm -hmm. and i this uh, okay so i was doing research for this case and um they were talking about it on reddit and somebody was like tell me who sent you and i'll call you an ambulance and then they're like hitman your husband. And then they're like, Sue, you're an ambulance. <laughs> like that old <laughs> stupid joke.
1: <laughs> so funny. Such a dad joke. It's so good. <laughs> my dad used to do that. No, but I'd be like, Dad, make me a sandwich. He'd be like, poof, you're a sandwich. Your sandwich. <laughs> That's memory God. in my brain sometimes, but like, oh my God. <laughs> you're so a sandwich.
0: Funny. You're an ambulance. This is a really powerful story, and I think it will kind of speak for itself. So, November 5th, 2006, in Georgia, a single mom of three was in her kitchen cleaning up dishes, and her youngest daughter was in the computer room, back when, like, you had a computer room.
1: Yeah, it's a family computer.
0: Yeah. Did you, I had one, did you have um, one? We had one, yeah, and yeah. it was, like, in the living room, so that nobody was having, nobody was looking at Ours boobs. was in the living room, too. Yep, yep. It was a compact. Yeah. Which I don't even huge. think is a thing anymore. I don't think. So she was on the computer and she was building a Build-A-Bear online, which is so 2006. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she was like, Mom, come check this shit out. Look at my bear. It's sick. So her mom like goes in and she's like, Oh, it's Sue White. That's the mom's name. My bad. So Sue goes in and she's like, peeping that Build-A-Bear. She's like, oh, it's amazing, you know, doing the whole thing. And as she's standing there, she hears the sound of glass shattering. Uh-oh. She ran to see a masked man bursting through the window oh, and frick. of the door, and he was sticking his arm in, and he was unlocking the door. After he got into the house, he pulled out a gun, and he tried to pull the trigger at Sue, and it jammed.
1: Oh, my God. At
0: this point, Sue's telling the kids like, go, run, run, you know? And uh, so he grabbed a knife, which is much worse, and uh, he took her to the bedroom, and he actually did rape and assault her, which is awful. And the seven-year-old, she did see part of it, which is also awful. Mm. Um, When the man realized that the seven-year-old was still in the house, he told her, get in the closet. And the closet didn't have a door, but it was just like, you know, a small room. So he tells her get in the closet and he starts to go to work on killing the mom. So he stabs her not once, not twice, but 25 times. Oh my god. At this point the 7-year-old daughter is freaking the fuck out. Sue is in a puddle of her own blood on the bedroom floor. Um so the guy got off of the mom figuring she was dead and he goes into the bathroom he was getting naked he was like all covered in blood so he was probably gonna try to like take a shower or something maybe and he told the little girl to stay in the closet um and then you know sue hears him go off and he's sh- she's sure that he's not there anymore so she gets up and Cause she, she's alive because she was alive what? sue got up she was still alive she was standing just barely and she realized the man was not in the room. This was her chance.
1: Get her. Is it daughter in the room? Her daughter's her? in the
0: room, yeah, in the closet. Get her. So she um the Sue headed straight to the kitchen, grabbed a knife from the knife block. At that point the attacker was back in the he came out, he heard her moving. And this time The mother was not going to be the victim. They started to fight. She stabbed him square in the middle of his chest. The little girl peeked her head out of the corner. Um, The mom told her to go upstairs, lock the door, and get under the bed. And the man booked it out the back door. At one point, while they were fighting, he asked her, where is God now? Um, Which is like a psychopath thing. (laughs) That's really... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's mm. super creepy. Mm. Um and she says that while they were struggling, it was like something physically lifted him up off of her and that's when she was able to stab him. Wow. So it was like she had some crazy mom strength or some kind of like ancestral spirit looking out for her or I have something. Heard
1: when <clears throat> when people, especially mothers and their children are in danger, there's literally like it's been proven. People have lifted things so oh, yeah. heavy from the adrenaline, from the desire yeah. to save their child. Like, I, I would not be surprised. Yeah. Like, if she
0: was just like, Hulk smash.
1: Moms are amazing. <laughs> yes. Some moms. Yes. Some moms are amazing. They have the potential
0: to be really amazing. They really do.
1: <laughs>
0: um, so, yeah. She, she ended up getting out of the house. She called the police. Wow. They showed up. They said it was the bloodiest crime scene they had seen in 25 years. And it was the first time in Cherokee County history that a rape ended with the woman killing her attacker at the scene.
1: Oh, he died at the scene?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. He ended up, he was trying to run away out the back door and he actually bled out before he could go anywhere. Oh, my
1: God. One stab versus 25 stabs? I know. I know. And he's the one that decided to... she was like, bitch, I bleed for a
0: week, every month, every day. This is
1: nothing. This is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I got more.
0: I don't care. It's fine. Oh, my God. You're going that's down. amazing. Really amazing. So she um, actually really fucked up that DCFS came. The child services folks what? took her kids. <gasps> what? <laughs> because they said that she was around shady people. The mother? She had chosen bad people to associate with. The yeah. mother
1: chose these people. Yeah. The mother wanted Him you to know, come this to happen. And she wanted to be stab, assaulted. And stabbed. Stabbed. Murder have her child someone experience. in self-defense. The nerve of some people, the audacity that mothers... I have no idea. I not care. I have no would... idea. I really don't.
0: Um... Clearly, really she didn't invite him over. He was wearing like a ski mask and had a gun. Like, it's not like she called him and was like, hey, come over and attack me and stab me 25 times and wear a ski mask. That would be cool if you did no, that. That would be That would be a great time. That's what I said to you. I was like, Francis, do you want to come over? <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe you could beat me half to death and bring a gun <laughs> to my house. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> what the fuck, man? So, um,. Clearly, I mean, I can't even imagine, like, going through this whole situation and then having my kids taken away from me. Like, that's the whole reason she survived was because she wanted to make sure her kids were safe. That's, yeah. So, anyway, she ended up, you know, fucking, uh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Obviously, the house was a nasty mess. Even if it wasn't a nasty mess, she already decided that when she got the kids back, they were not living in that house. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, I had a little experience of a home invasion yeah. when I was in high school. Oh, yeah. Um, they had stolen my school ID, my actual, like, real life ID. Oh, my God. And um, I was terrified that someone would come back. So I begged my family to Let's move. move. And we all moved. Like Thank God. Within a month.
0: Thank God. Yeah. That's the craziest. It was terrifying. That it's is pretty terrifying. scary. I don't
1: blame her. Mm-mm. mm well, if he did die, like... Yeah, it's still you just... You don't know if he was there for a reason from somebody else.
0: And, like, also... If you've ever smelled blood before, like, I don't know if that smell goes away. And, I don't like, know either. you would be in the same space that that happened. I couldn't do that. Yeah. I couldn't do that at all. So no. she actually ended up having to go in front of a DCFS panel and to, like, show yeah. she had a stable home and stuff and could provide. Um, the community stepped up a lot and they had set up a mother's love, which is like a fund for her. Um And it's still active, actually, so there's going to be a link to that in the show notes. um Yeah, and her name is Sue White. uh She's got an email that we can send support to, so I might just do that because she's an amazing angel baby.
1: Good for her.
0: Good for her. Good for I, her. I can't imagine, like, the long route to getting better.
1: I couldn't either. Like, that... Ugh, <sighs> that's a rough time. That's a rough time. But at the same time, like... She pulled all that strength out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Like, There's
0: crime scene photos, but if you don't want to see no, that. No, I want to see. Okay. I'm
1: curious. So, like, bloodbath, like, legit. Yeah. I kind of want to put it in my head, because in my mind, it's like, that's not that bad, but, like, I know it's bad. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Shit. Wow. That's, that's gruesome. Yeah. So, uh... Oh, my goodness.
0: Yeah, that's the incredible story of Sue White and how she said, nope, <laughs> not today. I'm not a victim. <laughs> we're going to go back into both of those are also from 2006, which was weird. Oh,
1: wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. We're going to go back now. 2006 is about empowerment.
0: Yeah. I
1: was, I think I was in middle school. Yeah, I think I was. Because I didn't start high school until 2009.
0: I was in fifth or sixth grade. I remember that year because they were like,
1: 666 is happening. Oh, yeah. This is the end. The last two times that I've checked out for my lunch or break at work, the totals have been 666. Yeah. My friend told me the devil was near me and I said, bruh.
0: I would say, fuck off. (laughs) Why would you say that? (laughs) I feel like Jake. I'm about to go for a car wash. (laughs) I'm going to go for i'm gonna, I'm gonna go, go for a car i think
1: that's what he said he did car. he said i'm, I'm gonna, gonna go. go for car he was like i don't want to
0: anymore <laughs> oh Aww. poor little baby
1: who traumatized him
0: so christmas eve
1: 1971 <clears throat> oh 71 yeah way back way back way back
0: um julianne kopke was boarding a plane to go home, actually. Her mom had flown out there. Is that right? Yes. Her mom had flown out to her. She was abroad, studying abroad, in Peru, actually. So her mom had flown out to get her, and they were going to get on the plane on Christmas Eve and fly back so that they could spend Christmas at home with their family. Christmas Eve 1971, the plane was seven hours late. Everyone was fucking super mad.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: so she was irritated. Her mom was, like, super anxious. But... Julianne was actually a super trooper and she liked flying. So she was like, it's all good. Like, let's just chill. It's going to be fine. Um, then finally they got on the plane. The reason that it was delayed was because of weather. So Julianne noticed straight away that, you know, the clouds were dark and heavy and she was kind of like, mm, whatever, but she had her trust in the pilots. And so it was all good. However, 10 minutes into the flight, it was obvious that something was wrong. There was heavy turbulence. The plane was skipping you know Mm. like up and down there was shit being flung Mm -mm. um flowers christmas cakes all that shit flying around the cabin oh my god it's like one of those rides too like the gravity drops a little when you go up and down really fast so i can't imagine what that would feel like i would throw up
1: i would die yeah i've only flown once and that was to a place and back and on the way back to home We had turbulence and I'd never want to experience something like that again in my life. It's so scary. It is
0: really scary. There's not, I am like the kind of person where like, if it's up to me, I know I'll survive for the most part, but in that case, there's nothing you could do. Exactly.
1: There's nothing that you as a person could do. If you think about it too, like there's nothing under the plane. There's nothing above the plane.
0: You don't know where you are. Like, in the world, when you're on the plane. Oh, my God. It's the scariest thing I could think of. Terrifying. Then they saw lightning. Uh-oh. Her mom and her started to hold hands. They were so scared they couldn't even talk. Everyone else in the plane was fucking freaking out. Like, screaming, weeping, crying, which would just make it so much worse for me. Like, I would be like, please, 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 like, stop. Just stop. <laughs> you're making things worse. Yeah. Finally, Julianne reported she saw a very bright light her mom said calmly, that is the end. It's all over. And those are the last words Julianne ever heard her mother say. Mm. The plane jumped back down and then eventually started to go straight down, like completely vertically down. It was dark and all she could hear was people screaming. Then the roaring of the engines completely engulfed Julianne. And then it was quiet. She was in a free fall strapped to her seat bench hanging head over heels upside down. She's going straight down. Wait, she
1: was upside down? like Strapped to her chair. Like just you're looking falling. down at the ground? Yeah, like oh. falling
0: from the sky. Um, she could hear the wind and that was it. She was completely alone. Oh and that's when she saw the canopy of trees spinning towards her. She remembered nothing about the impact. She woke up the next day. She woke up the next day.
1: That's a miracle in itself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you know how many people don't survive in a plane crash?
0: Yeah, and she was like strapped in her chair and everything. And she looked up and she saw the trees and she was like, I survived a plane crash.
1: Never flying again.
0: Right? (laughs) She shouted out for her mom. She started screaming for her, but all she could hear was the sounds of the jungle. Oh, my gosh. She's completely alone. She had a ruptured ligament in her knee. She had a broken collarbone and a huge amount of cuts, but nothing that was, like, life-threatening.
1: Oh, my God. The chances of that. Right? Oh, my <laughs> right? gosh.
0: Um, so, actually, the reason that she was over in Peru was because her parents were scientists, and they had a research station out there. It was, like, 30 miles away. So she had some knowledge about rainforests which is where she was oh okay yeah so it's she describes it as like not the green hell that the world always thinks so she kind of had like a good attitude going into it i somehow i'm such a negative person i spilled a nice coffee the other day and i was like well i guess i'll just die (laughs)
1: literally me I (laughs) i dropped guacamole on my shirt and i literally was throwing the biggest tantrum yes (laughs) yes i'm like this is it like my life is trash (laughs) like this is no less strong it's over now oh my god
0: she was wearing a mini dress and white sandals when she got on the plane she only had one shoe and she had lost her glasses which is like the worst thing i can imagine because i can't see
1: i can't either
0: that's like the worst nightmare i can't see
1: anything Mm -mm. like afar
0: Mm mm-mm And the worst part was, Julianne could hear planes searching for them. Oh my god! But they couldn't see her because of the dense forest.
1: Oh my god! Climb a tree, climb a tree, climb a tree. Go, 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 go! Tarzan, that shit.
0: (laughs) She knew that there would be snakes and that they were camouflaged, but she couldn't see it anyway. She was very fortunate. She said that she didn't meet any of them. Wow. To avoid snakes, she decided that she should walk in the water because she knew it was safer. She found at the crash site. She found a bag of candy. And she was like, well,
1: this is what I'm going to eat for
0: <laughs> however long. Um, and that was all she had to live on for a while. Oh,
1: my God. How long was this?
0: Uh, She
1: was out there
0: for 10 days.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. So it was super hot. It was super wet. And it was raining like several times a day. And at night, it was super cold. And all she had was that mini dress. She didn't have anything else. So... By the fourth day, she was freezing. You know, she was miserable. She was walking in the creek all day, sleeping whenever she could. She heard the noise of a specific plane. It was called a king vulture. And that sound made her nervous because she knew that those planes only come out when there is a lot of carry-on. And in that situation, that means bodies. Mm. She turned the corner in the creek and she found a bench with three people still strapped in round headfirst into the earth. Oh, my God. She was completely panicked. It was the first time this whole experience she had seen a dead body. She thought her mom could be one of them, so she had to go and look. She grabbed a stick, and she checked out the toenails, which is, like, a weird thing, but she knew that her mom never polished her nails. So if it was a woman's foot and the toes were painted, it wasn't her mom. Oh, wow. So... She was super relieved because none of them were her mom, but she was also like really ashamed because she was like, Well, it's still a tragedy,
1: you know? Yeah. Oh, that's sad.
0: And she continued that way downstream because she knew eventually it would lead to somewhere um, for 10 days.
1: Ugh. Barely
0: sleeping. She had all these open wounds, which um, had now been exposed to the elements for 10 days. So. She could barely stand. And at this point, all she could do was float. She was on this large river. In the rainforest, you know, one of the threats are piranhas. Right. But Julianne knew that piranhas are actually only dangerous in still water. Oh. Which I didn't know. I didn't know that either. But now, if I ever get
1: stranded go
0: down the stream. Go downstream.
1: It's <laughs> safer than snakes and the piranhas can't get you. <laughs> Which, what sounds awful though like is she's been walking or she's been in the water for that many days. Like her body must be like rotting. Incredibly sore. Yeah. And painful. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Um, at that point she was just floating. She was like kind of drifting in and out and she saw a large boat she thought she was hallucinating because she was, like, so tripping, you know, and yeah. so, like, dragged out from doing all this shit. But when she touched it, she realized it was real. And she just felt a rush of adrenaline. Also, you know, at that point, started to, like, kind of look around. And she realized that there was, a, you know, a hut with a palm leaf roof. There was a, another little boat. There was, like, a liter of gasoline. Like, she was at somebody's spot.
1: Like a house. Spot. Yeah. Someone was...
0: So at this point, she was covered with maggots
1: Aww. from being
0: in the elements. She had like, you know, all those lacerations and a broken collarbone. Everything was f- like disgusting, like festered and covered in bugs and maggots and all this shit. When their parents lived in the rainforest doing science or whatever, their dog had a similar infection. They poured gasoline on it to kill the bugs.
1: Oh, my God. Is she going to pour gasoline on herself?
0: She sure is.
1: Oh, my God.
0: The pain was intense while the maggots tried to get out of the wound. She started pulling them out at that point. Oh. Um, and she passed out. She just, like, slept right there. She was in so much pain, but the maggots were gone. So she was like, this is as good as it's going to get. I'm going to bed. The next day, she heard the voices of men outside. It, she said it was like hearing the voices of angels.
1: Oh.
0: When they saw her, they were, like, scared, obviously. They thought that she was, like, a ghost or some kind of water goddess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um
1: they actually, they're in Peru, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, frick yeah. 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 They
0: thought that she was from this local legend that was a dolphin crossed with a white woman. So they thought that she was that. Like, oh, wow. And then she... But she knew how to speak Spanish, so she was like, no, 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 like... I just crashed from a fucking plane. I've been like barely living. I, I need help. You know, I need I'm starving. The last thing I had to eat was candy. And that was like six days ago. Um, and they put her on the boat and they gave her something to eat and they took her to civilization. The next day she saw her dad. He just all they could do was cry like they could barely Aww. even talk. And for the next few days, they both searched everywhere for news of her mom. Um, they did find her body eventually, uh, about a month later. Dang. She did survive the crash, but she was so badly injured she couldn't move. She likely died seven days later. So, that's the story of Julian Kopke and her amazing, fantastic, Bear girl survival story, um, literally defying every single odd, and on top of it, still trying to, like, look around and find her mom, and trying to help other people, and, like, incredible oh my gosh that hurts my heart so that one get you so <laughs> i would have died no. even if i lived and all i had was a broken collarbone i would have died i wouldn't have thought to walk down the river no, no i would have eaten that candy like I, I don't think i could even survive on candy i'm a big girl <laughs> 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 like i think i would die from that Oh
1: my! God. i would have died
0: so she's amazing, incredible. She's
1: wonderful. That's amazing.
0: I can't even believe it. And those are some female empowerment uh, super-duper scary stories. Are what? you scared? No. <laughs> okay. That's good. I didn't want to, like, get too, too much. I'm not scared, but dang, that one that
1: mm-hmm. one got me. She was trying so hard to find her mom. and
0: Oh, yeah. The Aww. moment of, like, checking the... T- before you move the, t- like, checking toenails to see if it's your mom's body. Like, every toe would be scary. You'd be like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's so upsetting. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I have time to read you a scary story. Yay. This one's from the Paranormal Board of 4chan. My wife asked me to go camping. I hate the idea, but she's so excited, so I decide to suck it up. Why not? We drive to a secluded bit of land that her grandparents own. We spend forever setting up the tent in the campsite. And finally, you know, we're all set up, so we get dressed and we get all ready. We put on our boots. It's time to go hiking. On the hike, we're having a good time, but it starts to rain a little, so things are starting to get a little soggy, and I can't handle that. Which, like, amen, me neither. I hate walking in, like, I wet. Don't,
1: I don't like wet Mm-mm. things like that,
0: yeah. And I hate when my shoes get wet. It's, like, the most uncomfortable.
1: I don't like when my pants get wet.
0: Yeah, see, this is why. I mean, I could never ex- survive a plane crash. I stay inside. I'm an inside cat.
1: Yeah, me too. Let him go out.
0: <laughs> um, so it started to rain a little bit, and we all start to get a little soggy, and we double back. We get back just as it starts to get dark it's perfect time to make a fire so we do that and my wife is starting to get tired we're just eating and talking and having a good time for a little bit and at that point you know we're tired so we decide to go to sleep we have an inflatable mattress and a double sleeping bag so we get in together she's shivering I ask if she's okay she says that she's fine but she keeps shivering I don't feel good she said you said you were fine I didn't want to ruin our trip, she said. Which, like, same. Anxiety is such a bitch. Mm -hmm. I get that. Yeah. And I was like, "Uh, actually super stoked because that means we get to go home. And like I said, I didn't want to go in the first place. I feel her face and she is actually super hot. Uh Oh. It won't be any fun if you don't feel well. I think you have a fever like, let's go. And she says, I guess. And I get up and start to pack up and I get her to the car. I start it and I turn on the heat. I start to put the tent away and then I come back to make sure the fire's out and pack up the rest of our stuff. She beeps the horn. I run out and over to the car. She says there was someone around our camp. Oh, no. She said they were crawling.
1: Oh no!
0: As soon as she saw the move, she was sure it was someone she started to lay on the horn. I can tell that she's very upset, but I don't believe her. I tell her to relax and go back to packing. It was probably a deer, and she overreacted.
1: Or she's having a fever. Maybe she's hallucinating. That's
0: true, too. That's a good point. Um, I step back to roll up the mattress, and I hear her yell my name. It sounded like it came from the woods. Why is she outside the car? She's not. I hear, help! My leg is bleeding! I rush out, and I glance at the car, and she is still asleep in the seat. You called it. I feel a wave of fear. I hear something yell again. Help me! She still sounded like her, but something was off. It was too raspy and deep. I take down the tent. I just roll it up and shove it in the car. We left a bunch of stuff. I just had to get the fuck out of there.
1: Oh, uh, you did the right thing. Did yeah. Right thing.
0: We were driving a little fast. I wake my wife up and I have her put her seatbelt on. I get home and ask her to tell me what she saw. She said it was white. It was a naked person crawling behind some trees. She saw them stand up against the tree and she beeped the horn and they dropped down and ran.
1: Uh, that's, uh, uh, I've heard of those things where it's like they mimic. Yes. Like your spouse yes. or your parents or your friends or someone to lure you. Those are my to least them. favorite.
0: Those are my least favorite stories because I don't know what I would even do
1: like yeah i don't he was even smart though he looked for her in the car before yes, he went yeah. to look for her in the woods
0: absolutely um i've talked about that on the show before because I, I don't i just don't fuck with a mimic i don't know what i would do no. that's the scariest thing no. i can think
1: of so i feel like i would know something was weird like how he said it was deep and raspy but yeah. i don't think like my first instinct would be to run to the voice oh definitely because it's like oh that's that's, that's my loved one i know. Yes. But at the same time, like I think I would be like, wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a I'm minute. glad that he thought to look.
1: Yeah. I don't know that I would have. I don't think I would have either.
0: I don't think so. Um, I have one more. Okay.
1: <sighs> Ooh, that was creepy.
0: Creepy. <laughs> creepy. This one's from the Paranormal Board of 4chan 2. It's by a user named Greeley. He says, I was very young when we went on a family vacation to England. I was about five or six. We took a tour of some old medieval ruins, and I just started to, like, wander off, you know, to do, like, toddler stuff. Depending on how old you are, also, if you were a kid in, like, the 80s or 90s or before that... Oh, yeah. This is totally normal.
1: You could go do whatever. Who cares? We'll see you later. Go ride your bike in the middle that's of cool. the day and yeah. you're gone for hours. That's and fine. That's fine. Go explore. Literally, yeah. we
0: would go on vacation and go explore, me and my siblings or me and my friends, and they'd be like, all right, yeah. we'll, we'll see you later <laughs>
1: Okay. I remember as long as I was back before it got dark. Yes, it was fine. fine. That's cool. I'm glad. Did you have fun? Yeah. What did you do today? Mm -hmm. Because I wasn't near you at all for the like last five hours of the day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. My sister was not allowed to do that kind of stuff. Oh
1: God, no. My cousins were not either. Mm -mm.
0: She was born in like 2000, so I think that's the line.
1: That's the line.
0: (laughs) They were like, "Oh shit, kids are dying." People are dying. (laughs) Oh, we like this one. (laughs) Let's try to keep i'm just kidding that was so dark (laughs) i'm the coolest kid i know that i know that i'm the best it's fine oh yeah you're the great i'm the best kid uh leah eat uh an egg um (laughs) eat a toe (laughs) eat a toe (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i wander off to do like toddler stuff oh she's so happy Pippi's the best I I come across An ancient well With a heavily Rusted metal grate Covering the opening A couple of Rusted ladder rungs Attached to the outside I was enchanted With my discovery I proceeded to throw Rocks and grass And stuff through the grate Such a five or six Year old thing to do Yeah so true From down below I hear "Hello?" Hello The voice is quiet Clearly female And clearly English I jump but otherwise, I think nothing of it, as children don't.
1: I'm sorry. Did you say that was at the bottom of a well? What is that? A well? A well? And you're like, oh, I'm sure it was nothing. I'm a baby. This is fine. Six-year-olds are stressful.
0: <laughs> yes. I don't have And we don't have any human children. No. <laughs> no. That's no. too much. Because one day they'll go be dumb babies and talk to a human at the bottom of a well. Oh, my God. Oh, it's no big deal. I love it. I love it. It's my favorite. Mm. I yelled, hi. The well said, it's It's so nice nice to see see you. What's What's your your name? name? I told it my name and I returned the question. The voice responds with a name that I can never remember. The well, it's really really nice nice to meet meet you. you. I never never get get to see see anyone anyone anymore. anymore. Why not? I'm I'm stuck. stuck. Why? The well said, I I fell in here a long time ago. I I think think someone someone pushed pushed me. I start to hear a sloshing sound at the bottom of the well. I wasn't tall enough to see over the edge, but it sounded like it was far to the bottom. Okay, I'll go tell my mommy and we can get you out. The sloshing stops. The well shouted, please, please don't, don't go. go. I'm, I'm so, so scared. scared. It's, it's been so hard so for, for me to, to stay, stay here. here. I try to ask why she's scared, but she never told me a straight answer. She kept asking if I liked her. She kept saying, I like you. Do you like me? I say that I do, but I was starting to get nervous. The well said, it's dark and lonely down here. Nothing ever changes. If you come down here, we can make things. There are places we can go. I was scared, but curious.
1: I'm sorry, how is there places you can go, but you can't get out? Yeah, come on, child. Come on, child.
0: (laughs) Get it together. God. Um... I was scared, but curious. I began to clamber up the iron rungs to see over the edge of the well. The well said, I've been lonely for a long time. You can help me. My eyes clear the edge of the well in time to see the metal grate slowly swing open, the hinges squeaking. Nope, nope, nope. And I fall back on my butt, and I start screaming for my mom. Behind me, I hear screaming and splashing. Nope, 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 nope,
1: nope.
0: Nope. And that's the end.
1: <laughs> Obviously, they made it away.
0: Yeah, thank God. Jesus. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> six-year-olds are
1: so, like, they don't...
0: Watch your children. They don't think, because they're six-year-olds. That's true. So they're like, oh, of course there's someone in the well who's calling me. Well, we're yeah. going to be friends. Let's have a great time. It's
1: just like the freaking it. Where he's in the drain and Georgie was like, yeah, I'll play with you and get my boat. There's someone in the sewer. I'm going to publicly lose my horror card because I've never
0: seen it or read the okay, book. Okay, so
1: I haven't seen the original. I've only watched the remake, but that's because I, I don't like clowns. I don't like clowns.
0: I don't really fuck with clowns the either. The only reason I
1: watched the, set, the new one was because I knew that he looked fake and like I don't like real clowns, like mm-hmm. in the original. That's oh, too too much. Like like he just, a man
0: with clown makeup on.
1: Oh yeah, no, that freaks me out. I get that. But like the way he was shaped, it looks almost like there was like a he's creature. a demon or something. Yeah, I can I can okay, I'm okay with that. See, that's why
0: I never seen it because like creature features don't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Demons don't do it for me. Like
1: aliens yeah. scare
0: me and other people.
1: Really scare me. What are you gonna do against a demon? How are you gonna fight it? Demons aren't real. Do you know what is real though? Aliens and humans. That's right jake it's really she, you get me. it though like, yeah that's, that's the reason feel. why i don't like i don't like any of the um like freddy krueger's i'm not into that Mm-mm. any of like demented demonic I or do? like exorcisms no not
0: really i like the exorcist just because it's it was like the first movie that was like oh
1: yeah no like it's a it good was cool, movie but it, but it doesn't, doesn't scare, scare me, me. No. no yeah um but uh
0: the uh fucking what you call it scream like that's one of my favorite movies scream the first scream movie yeah
1: oh with the with drew
0: barrymore and freaking yeah. courtney cox yeah, yeah, yeah. oh that my was a good god one. and i really like i do really like the freddie versus jason movie where they fight but that's just because it's kind of cool to see two like yeah. things fight <laughs> i don't yeah.
1: know but, <laughs> but yeah no i'm like the same most way most of them like don't scare me i'm more interested in the story yeah stuff like that. yeah like jeepers creepers though that that freaks me out just because I, I don't like, like I have a thing about masks and like oh, yeah. faces
0: and that's very uncanny, Valley, when you can't like see someone's face. It's disturbing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um those Have Eyes really scared me. That's those are people.
1: Yeah. I, I actually had to sleep the lights on. Yeah. That <laughs> one really was, got That me. one was a lot. I didn't realize going into it what it was about and yeah. It freaked me out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like a child. I I think.
0: Yeah, I was a teenager. And my brother just had it in his room, and I was like, "Hmm, "Blah blah blah, (laughs) (laughs) this will be fine." (laughs) It wasn't fine.
1: No.
0: Um, My favorite, most scare, like the movie that scares me the most is um, Green Room. It's my favorite movie. Oh, it's so good. It's like this punk band, and they go to play at this club. Well, they have a gig, and they go to the gig, and it sucks. And they're all pissed off at the guy who like got them the gig. And he's like, oh, I'll get you another one, like, my bad. So he, they go to this place they've never been to before, and it just goes so bad. And they have to, like, basically, like, fight their way out. And Patrick Stewart's the villain. Oh. Oh, my God. Okay,
1: Patrick Stewart was the villain in, oh, I don't know if I should say it. This is kind of a spoiler. What is it? But it's from Charlie's Angels, so oh, the new fine. one, the remake. Uh, he's the bad guy in that movie, Ooh. and it's so, like... He's a really good bad guy. It's like, wow. Uh, No, I trusted you. Okay. And
0: then also he's a Nazi Mm. in the, Mm. in green room. So he keeps saying hard R like, it's shocking. Everything about this movie is so shocking. It's so good. It's like the best movie I've ever seen. It's really good. It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. I'll (laughs) look
1: it up. Dark Skies is an alien movie. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but (laughs) it's, it's really good.
0: Um yeah it's like the i think it might be i don't know for sure is it the same lady as the fourth encounters i don't remember oh uh, because in fourth encounters she loses her daughter and she's like they think she did it and sh- she's like no it's the alien. similar to
1: that oh it's i similar. wonder if it's the same
0: lady that movie scared me it's fourth encounter
1: very similar or what is it called
0: encounters of the fourth kind or something ah no don't know it. but it's, it's like, so scary it's
1: super weird because like, during the whole movie, you're not really sure what's exactly yeah. happening. But then, like, at the end, it's all explained. And it's, um, like, freaking, oh, it's so good.
0: I love that. That's kind of, ha- Fourth Encounters also made me afraid of aliens. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, owls.
1: Is oh, that- yeah. Then, then, um I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that oh, you should but watch yeah. it. uh, one. But, yeah. It's very stressful. One of my friends is talking about
0: that uh, me. Very scary. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'll look at it. That one in Green Room.
0: Pennyram's good too. Um hey, thanks for thanks for doing this with me. It was a good time. A yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway. Um yeah. thank you for coming back and doing the thing. Yay. I'm glad we didn't traumatize you too much. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah if you guys have a scary story and you want to be featured email us at the horror comedy podcast at gmail.com or dm us on instagram at thc podcast and don't forget to drink water and we'll see you on wednesday for a mini episode goodbye